If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. to GM, the show where we help you get your game started. I am your GM, Sean Howard, from The End of Time and Other Bothers. And I'm your DM from Dungeons & Dragons, Russ Moore. Wow, I actually did the intro on one take. I, I know, you just that. went for it. It was good. Whoa, oh, right. Yeah! Cray, cray! I'm crazy! Uh, so this week, we are returning to Phoebe's Questions. Uh, Russ, where are we at? So previously, we talked about Faye. We talked about, uh, you know, what you kind of need to get your game going. Now we're coming up to... Uh, a question that a lot of people have in that tabletop RPGs are an expensive hobby. Oh, yeah. How much money does a person need to spend to start playing a tabletop RPG? On dice, right? Uh, on anything. Oh. Just cumulatively. It's hard, right? There's it's, there's there's all the books. There's, yeah, dice, there's dice. There's, there's miniatures. Games, there's, there's miniatures. Ac- there's accounts all over the maps. place. Yeah. yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. All the like Roll20 and yep. D&D Beyond. Mm-hmm. And- so how much do you need to spend to sit down and play a game, Sean? Well, if you have a roommate like I do that is a hoarder and just collects all this stuff. Yeah. Very little. Yeah. Um, If you don't have that. Still, if you don't have that, it can. It's a lot. It gets. It, I recommend starting slow, starting small, right? Yeah. One set of dice. Yeah. You know, one book of whatever you've decided you want to start playing. You really actually don't need Roll Twenty or D and D Beyond. Um, zero dollars is what I'm trying to get at here, Sean. <laughs> but zero I don't think that's dollars. true. Like it is like true. You do need some dice. How are you going to get? Are oh, you going to do you a have, dice roller? You got a dice online? app. All right, you got, dice you app online. Type, okay, you can type I'm it into wrong. Google. Roll okay. Roll four d six. It rolls okay. it. Yeah, yeah, and okay. Dungeons right. and Dragons, and there are several others. They have, have free, 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 they do have a free things starter. online. Okay, yeah. but reality is, we're all going to end up spending some money. Like you should see what's behind Russ on the wall right now. There's yeah. just art because there's also art that you start getting like, oh, that would look oh, that's so very good on my cool. wall. Because and then there's commissions of your character. So yes, try and Realistic. try and go slow. Yeah, right, but. But when it comes to platforms, yeah. like online platforms is one of the questions that Phoebe's asking because it sounds like um, some of the players at a table that, that is about to get start running um, are used to having a paid account on Roll20. Right. Some others might be, it sounds like, used to having a paid account on D&D Beyond because they, they purchased access to the different guides and things. Yes. Um, so... Um, Okay, I when I play D and D, I have gotten to the point now online. I I like having D and D Beyond. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's a great tool. Yeah, yeah. Like it just keeps track of things. You can find spells, like you know, versus flipping in the book. Uh, it's not required. Um, I also play sometimes where it's just we all just print out a piece of paper and we use Discord or something so we can all hear each other. 
Yeah, I don't know. It's telephobe. What do you? What do well, we tell, what would you I, do? I think it's. I think it's the type of game that you want to play. And then Phoebe's question here: We talk about um, mostly what they're running is a homebrew adventure. Um, so uh, that the only really you know place where they're all creating really matters because of character creation, probably so that Phoebe can see all of the character sheets. Um, in that. Like you can in both of those, you can just have them print PDFs if you want to see a yeah. character sheet. So wherever people are comfortable playing, if you don't have maps or anything going on in any in like Roll Twenty that they all need to see, you don't. You it it doesn't matter where no. you collectively play. Um, just so that everybody knows where their sheet is and that they can show up with it. Um, I've, you know, I've run games where, you know, because I'm stepping into a table, like I've just created my sheet in D&D Beyond and sent it to the to the to DM or GM yeah. and said, here you go. This is what I'm playing. I'll see you there. And then you you, you can just have them kind of just come in um, and you shouldn't need to pay to be able to play as a group. Yeah. So I think maybe that's where. We're, we're both sort of struggling with this one, interestingly. Um, I think we're both of the same mind. You, you don't require any tool. But it sounds like there's almost like a consent issue here, like in yeah. a weird way. It's like, I think, Phoebe, you should just let everyone know, yep. hey, this is going to be a theater of the mind, homebrew, and you would like to try running it as X. Sure. Everyone prints out the characters. You're gonna we're gonna join on Discord. We'll use free D and D, but whatever. Like I think you could just propose to the group. This is what I feel comfortable doing. Right. Um. And and uh, and I would include in there and some details. Like I'm super excited about this Fey world, and I you know blah yeah. blah blah. And 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 I expect people will be like, okay, yeah. That's what yeah, I would yeah. like, okay, give them things cool. to get excited about. Make this make the, yeah. if for those that are already doing this, they'll they'll get excited quickly. For those yeah. that aren't doing it this way, if you give them like little nuggets to get stoked on about the Fey Wild and about the adventure that you're running, I they're gonna buy in. Like I at least I hope they're gonna buy in, right? Like Yeah. Yeah. I find D D Beyond is helpful if I'm GMing and I we have new players at the table. Yeah. Because I can, you'll hear it if you're in any D&D Beyond game where there's a new player table. You'll hear the GM going, okay, no, no, I got that for you. Oh, here it is. I found it. This is where you check it. Like, yeah. as a GM, you can actually go in and see everything. Yeah, you can change um, their sheet. You can add things. You can subtract things. Yeah. Like, you can, you so, can, yeah. With some novice players, if you have, if you really, if you really know D&D Beyond, because that's the thing there, um, it can be a great way to help a novice player because, you know, otherwise it's a conversation of, you can't see their sheet. So if they're like, well, I don't know where this is. And you're like, well, is it on page two of your sheet? <laughs> like flip yeah. it over. Like you're not sure. Like, yeah. Um, roll 20 is very similar too, in that you can go yeah. in and you can see their sheets and do the same thing. Except um, my roll 20 experience is always what's yeah. what, where, where do I get what? How, yeah. Whoa, dice. Where is that? What tab? Am, what tab are you all in? What, what? That's my experience of roll 20. Yeah. I'm just like, what, where are you? I, it's just not I can't as see anything. Streamlined. Uh, At least the last, I, I don't played, see maybe the map. Where do you mean you're all on the map? Uh, <laughs> yeah, the map. Oh, I love the map. <laughs> So my map's not moving. Uh, oh, wait, so-and-so is hung again. Uh, yeah. I, I can't see what you say I see because it's all black. <laughs> I am a big fan of uh, Google Meet or Discord yeah. and then a tool or, or not a tool or printout. Um, yeah, yeah, I think we're, I think we're saying what, whatever is going to be easiest to get started, uh, get started playing. And then 
if you find that you're missing something because you're not using Roll20 or you find that you're missing something because you're not using D&D Beyond, either or, um, then just be like, okay, well, next time we'll try it with this other platform, free, whatever, just to see if you are actually lacking something in your gameplay or if you can just go on Theater of the Mind and say, okay, we're just going to go on Theater of the Mind. There's not going to be any maps up. Take close notes as I describe things in this scene because it's going to be important later. Take a right, yeah. take a left. You're in a room now that they've got their own little world map that they're slowly building. Um, and you know, you in can, their brains, in their brains, baby. Love Do it. Do not feel intimidated that you have to have one of these platforms. You mm. do not. We all started role playing, all of us older folks, with like one little book that we could maybe hold up and show a picture to the table. Remember the monster manual? Yeah. It looks like this, you know? Uh and it and maybe someone might have had a map at one point, but often not. It was just we're just creating a story in our brains yeah growing up it was me and like seven friends just sitting in a basement being like all right now what are we gonna blow up this let's keep this totally family friendly dude we were in elementary school (laughs) (laughs) so yeah please don't feel like you have to have one of these tools Mm -hmm. um my favorite is dnd beyond if i'm playing dnd i will say it uh but uh you do not require it Um, nope um, whatever, whatever's going to be easiest for you to get going. Um, and just let everybody know this is the, this is the easiest for me to play this super fun game where we're going to the Fey wild and talking walls are going to get you. And sometimes having a platform gets in the way. Um, yep. we're never gonna get sponsors now, but like I was on a, I was, I wasn't part of this, but I was a friend of mine was playing a game in my house. And so I hear them and, uh, it was online and they spent entire campaigns trying to get the fog of war working on yeah, the map oh, that's and the it worst. was not fun for anyone yeah. um they were trying out a new it wasn't it was a new platform or what open yeah. source or whatever so um yeah don't don't get all caught up in the the whiz bang like you can play this game with 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 no dice an online roller and some kind of zoom chat uh of some kind absolutely yeah cool Hopefully that helps you get get uh, started there, Phoebe. You've got one more question here that uh, we want to dive into from your original email. Uh, Phoebe's next question goes back to the Fey, which we talked about in the previous episode a little bit. But they they go on to say that in the Fey wild, in the Fey world, um, Fey serves as source of all magic, which originates as wild magic. Do you know what this means? Wild magic search search tables for all is what that means. How, where's the question here? Um, it's coming. Uh, I love the, uh, but I love phobia. It's like, do you know what this means? Wild magic search tables for all search tables for all. This fills me with joy. That fills me with joy too. I love it when magic goes wrong or chaotic Mm. at a table. It's my favorite thing. I just talked to one of our players and he's like, I was like, what, what's your long-term goal for this character? He's like, I just want it to go terrible in the best way. I'm like, (laughs) okay, let's do it, baby. (laughs) That sounds like Michael Howie. Um, It's Tom. Was that Tom? That's awesome too. It sounds like Tom too. Yeah. I once had a game where I made magic stop working pretty recently. And, uh, and then, and and then magic went haywire. So this was like a, it was not fair. It was just a normal, Normal, like everyone's in a normal world, and because something happened, literally, I had magic just on a like on a percentage base start to fail, and and then when it would happen, it would go crazy like a like a wild like and and that was so much fun to play with. Uh, so um, so I think Phoebe's question though is, uh, will this exasperate right. their players? If I kept so, reading, I would have got there. 
Yeah. That's yeah. Okay. <laughs> you did good though. Like you read a whole paragraph. Thank, really thanks, Sean. Thanks, Sean. Well, <laughs> so there are tables that will get as exasperated when you make a change to the rules that are not in the rules. Yep. It 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 can happen mm-hmm. if you have a table that really likes the mechanics of the yeah. game, the rules and likes as long players. drawn out battles with rules and just no talking happening. It's just rolling and hacking. I'm 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 being unkind because I'm really painting an extreme picture, but. But there are players who really enjoy the systematization of the game, right? Yeah. Like, uh, I think that's how uh, not what, I just got the name, not D and D, but Pathfinder. Pathfinder. I mean, I think that's where really Pathfinder came from, like trying to take the rules and make them even more systematized and right. Yeah. Like, so, so I think that if you had a table or a player like that, they might get a little frustrated. Sure. Um, and and so I think you just need to have a conversation with them and say, hey, like when you go in the world of the Fae, we're going to use this new table and these new rules. Um, I find a player like that, if you if you show them, here's the rules, right? Like on this percentage of time on this role, they're often going to be like, okay, Cool. House rule, that's what's happening. But at least they now can put it in their brain if they're into that kind of play. Yeah, you're not just sweeping the rug out from under them saying, everything you know is backwards and upside down, but not explaining that you've actually gone, taken the time to build out another mechanic so that when they cast that fireball, it turns into butterflies. Yeah. So yeah, have that conversation. And you can even, you can have it either, you know, above the table or in game if they have a little setup episode where they're learning about the Feywild that they're going to be walking into, right? Like you can have a character yeah. delivered to them and be like, magic is weird there. You better yep. watch out. <laughs> I think if you start a game and you set it up, this is how the world's going to work. I think you're going to have less problem. Yep. Where it's tricky for players is when you change the world. So Russ and I recently both did that in our campaigns mm-hmm. and it was challenging. Still is right? challenging, Yep. Yeah, like the players feel like they they don't know what's works in the world, right? They don't know what's going on anymore. Yeah. And that can be frustrating, especially if you especially if you haven't thought about it all entirely all the way through. <laughs> uh so you Especially if you just like time jump everyone and then be like, "Oh. Oh, there's complications and consequences <laughs> to this action. We're going to figure this out. Yeah, we're going to figure this out together, everybody. Let's yeah. go." <laughs> I'm all excited, and everyone at the table is just staring at you with that look. Yeah, and we, yeah, I mean, Sean and I are coming at it from a side too, where we don't want to give them all that information up front because we, right. we're we're trying to keep this, we're, we're trying to keep our story entertaining and moving. Well, I mean, you're not that you're not keeping it entertaining, but you you've got an insular table at uh, you know of, of friends is different than. Than recording than, than for the recording world. for the yep. world because you want to yep. keep that surprise when they when they figure that one little piece of information out that kind of triggers the next thing right they you want that shock of discovery and they know they're being recorded so they feel a pressure to not just call you out like what the f are you doing yeah <laughs> like oh that mine right? do yeah <laughs> mine too mine too yeah. but there is a pressure there that they they know they're performing so. But 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 there can be frustration that can happen when you change the rules. So I guess I, I would say, Phoebe, don't worry about this. Have fun with introducing the world. Show that to wild t- everyone will get what a search table is. And they'll have once they get it, they'll they'll have fun with it. I think because uh, search tables are really fun for a player too. When yes. bigger stuff can happen, right? Like when a fireball can now take out an entire mountain. Um, could be pretty fun. We've got a wild magic sorcerer in our game. Uh, in one of our games. And like, as soon as like, 
it's exciting for him to like cast the spells and stuff, but that roll right after to see if he triggers the table is like, yeah, let's hope that something weird happens. <laughs> yeah. They were in a tiny cave. Like they had to crouch down. They were so small. And then a surge went off and now a unicorn is right beside them and pissed <laughs> off. <laughs> Love it. Yeah. And of course, being the, the, the jerks that we are, I don't know about you, but I start playing with the roles of the search table. I find things in the world that make surges more likely. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And then, and then they're like, what do you mean? It's now a yeah. five or lower. What? Yeah. You know? No. Yeah. We, yeah. yeah, we've built it so that, uh, every time it doesn't trigger, it ticks up one. Like, oh, I love so that. it makes it easier for them to trigger that surge. But then also we've characterized it so that because That's like awesome. this is building up inside of this character, like they can role play that. Exactly. But I picture it as like magic is like pouring from their pores and like they've yeah. got frost eyebrows and you know, they're turning into this other creature or being right. Yeah. But yeah. It's lots of fun that you can do with wild magic surge and just, yeah. Talk to your players about about uh, what the expectation is going into this. And I, as long as there's, you're not changing the rules every time something happens, I bet you, you know, it will be easier to manage for all players yeah. and yourself. And if frustration does happen, you can just talk about it after the game or in the moment. And it's usually no big deal. Everyone's just like, I just don't know what's going on. You're like, okay, cool. Sometimes um, it's just a little quick explanation of being like, okay, well, I have this table that if you do this, this happens. Okay, perfect. Yeah. Done. Or, hey, you're going to be meeting some people in the world that will make things more clear, right? Yep. I promise. Um, uh, yeah. So, oh, fun thing with Tom. If he ever gets over a certain number, like where it hasn't triggered, yeah. you should start having it where like he goes to touch anything metal and it shocks him and anybody nearby. Like you could like have it. Yeah. You could have so much fun with that, fun. right? Yeah. Uh, like he's just got so much energy building up. Uh, I don't think we've broke seven yet. I think seven is our highest. So yeah. So so make it that once yeah. you're over seven, start having fun with like, it starts just leaking out. Yeah. So oh. they all know it's coming too. Leaky right? magic. People <laughs> like on the field of battle will start to stand away from him when he starts, you know? Yeah. This yeah. is good. This is see. This is good prep for uh, for our games too. <laughs> uh, so I hopefully that helps, Phoebe. Uh, these were great questions. Thank you for sending all those in. Yes, absolutely. If you have more questions, uh, Phoebe or anybody else, send them to us. DM to GMcast at gmail You can join us on Facebook, Twitter, and Discord. Links are in the description. Uh, but that brings us to the end. Until next time, get your game started. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. I got this really strange email last night. I need to see what's going on with this mystery file. Hey, it's a map of a town called Ocean Bay. Someone sent these images to you for a reason. I'm so lost right now. When was the last time you chose a direction and followed it? I'm going to Ocean Bay. We don't get many tourists this time of year. Ocean Bay is a friendly town, but we're not that friendly. I never sent you an email. I don't even know you. And why exactly are you here? The map is the reason we're here. Maps help when you're lost. Do you know what a trap street is? Trap streets aren't real. They don't exist. Don't trust anyone unless they give you a reason to trust them. I, I think he's dead. 
How could so much damage happen to a human body in such a short period of time? What the hell is going on here? From the creators of Strange Air, this is Trap Street. So maps can have secrets. Yes, maps can have secrets.